Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique here with my co-host Vince, and we are so excited to do this particular program because it involves an organization that has been near and dear to both of our hearts, has been impactful to our professional and our personal lives. And I'm gonna let Vince take it from there and introduce our guest. All right, well, thank you everyone for joining in. July 15th, we are here and honored to have with us Anna Tanzilla from the Camaraderie Foundation. And we're gonna talk a lot and explore a little bit of the great things they're doing here uh, in Central Florida, plus in our nation. Plus, who's the person behind that beautiful uh, fan, oh, in front of those beautiful fans, uh, is Anna, the director, of course, of, pro- of programs and doing some great things over there. So without further ado, Miss Anna, tell us a little bit about you. Hi, well, uh, Anna Tanzella, I'm a former Air Force veteran. I've been with the Camaraderie Foundation for about six years now, or going on six years. I've been the director of programs. I am now helping out with the development side. And just really, um, one of my underlying goals is to bring the veteran service agencies that serve uh, in the Central Florida area and Florida in general together so that we work together to serve our local veterans and their families. Because that's really the way we're gonna get a lot of things done. That's how to be the most impactful. That's a little bit about me and uh, with the Camaraderie Foundation, um, this is a mission that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, What we do is we help post 9-11 veterans and their families and active duty military heal from the invisible wounds of war. And we do that in a number of ways. We do that through counseling, we do it through uh, social um, environments, and we also do it through our mentor leadership program. That's outstanding. Now, me and Vince have both uh, been uh, benefactors of that mentorship leadership program, right? That mentor leadership program. Uh, and um, it, it's exciting to see not only what the Camaraderie Foundation is uh, doing, uh, but even more exciting about what the Camaraderie Foundation is going to do. So, could you yes. tell us a little bit about that? Well, right now, COVID has hit the entire world. Uh, and we've had to adjust how do we provide services how do we actually be that impactful organization and one of the ways we've done that is we've modeled some of our counseling services we contract with almost 400 counselors across the nation and a lot of these counselors are now moving towards more of a telehealth type of atmosphere and we realize that that's not as as impactful as that one-on-one when you're sitting face to face with somebody but It is allowing individuals through things like Zoom and other avenues to be able to have those simulated, the virtual face-to-face and to be able to talk out things. On our counseling side, one of the, the biggest things that we face with our veterans and their families is suicide. How do we prevent it? And how do we serve those families post prevention or post suicide? because we know we're not gonna save everyone. We want to, we would love to, 
We also know that's not a realistic goal. So how do we impact the veterans and their families? And we do that in so many different ways. That virtual, we reach out through our family fun days, which is that social impact. We do that right now, we can't do it one-on-one. -on -one. We can't get into big groups. So what we do is we've been doing some virtual things. We've been reaching out to individuals through Facebook, through LinkedIn, through just our emails, just checking in and making sure they're okay. Uh, reaching back out to those that we're thinking they need a little bit more help and, and reaching over and kind of guiding them along the counseling path. And on July 25th, we're partnering with uh, Operation Homefront to be able to do a back to school backpack event. So it's a drive-through backpack event for those kiddos that are going back to school, whether virtually and real or whatever that's gonna look like and helping them to be able to have those school supplies. We've got one here that we're gonna be doing in on July 25th and they're working on one in the Tampa Bay area as well. So that's that impact and on our mental leadership program, what we've been doing is this summer we've really been trying to recruit mentors and recruit protégés, both their spouse, spouses and veterans and active duty military, that includes Guard and Reserve, and then recruit them and get them into the program. And the program's going to start off a little different than what we've done in the past. It's going to start out virtually. So we're going to have a virtual orientation and we're trying to figure out how we're going to do a virtual social to be able to, to uh, really get the individuals together because the key for the mental leadership program is the networking. It's not about necessarily finding a job, but it's about how do you gain that network, the strategic network you need to be able to find the thing you want to do in the future. Absolutely. I mean, totally a great program. And going back to the first one, counseling, to your point, you know, one suicide is one too many for veterans, but we appreciate the fact that you just not only deal with the vet, you deal with the family because it's a support as well that they need. So that's great. And as far as the mental leadership program, uh, I heard you mention, of course, is not only for veterans, but also for their spouse, for spouses. So that's great. Um, going forward with these two wonderful programs, where do we see camaraderie in the next year or two or, or, or down the horizon? What's, what's the goal for camaraderie in the future on the horizon? Well, there's a couple of different goals. There's a couple of different paths that we'd like to explore. We'd like to see how do we expand our services to a greater range of individuals. Now that, that is something that we'd love to do. We would love to say we, we serve all veterans. We'd love to be able to expand that. You can't expand something when you don't have the funds to be able to do that. So we have the funds to do 9-11. And to be honest, it's, it's quite a big group that is coming to us. We've done over, um, at my last count, I think it was almost 15,000 hours of counseling that we've provided in the 11 years that we've been in existence. 15,000. That, that's a lot of counseling services. And we're not stopping. The, the demand hasn't diminished. We are still helping individuals. We're still paying for those counseling sessions and getting individuals to go. So what we want to do is to make this a definite program to where it's um, most of our clients are still here in Central Florida. We really want to expand that and become more nationwide. We've already helped individuals in 43 different states and three countries, but we want to get that to where it's a little bit more broad. On the, the uh, mental leadership side, 
We started out with a program that was just here in the Orlando area. Last year we expanded and we created a class in the Tampa area. The next class, I would love to see something in um, North Carolina, something out of the state. So that's, that's kind of the plan for that. Uh, again, that's gonna take planning and figuring out where we are with COVID and what that's gonna look like in the future. Sometime in the next year, we'll be able to figure out what's next on that path. Uh, but definitely expanding the program and maybe if, if we start testing out this virtual program, maybe we have a virtual program. It's really open to how we wanna do it. And we have a new director of programs who's very innovative and really excited about what can happen with the program. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it moves from here. And on the family fun days, it's, it's limited only by our imagination. We've done things, everything from picnics to going to SeaWorld, to going to the beach, to having a, um, a game night. So anything, is, it's just whatever our imagination can come up with is what we can do. That's exciting. And I, I, I know for one, uh, myself, we, I, I have been uh, blessed by the programs that Camaraderie puts on. Uh, I, the golf tournament, we haven't talked about anything like that or, or anything uh, that, that supports, you know, bringing in uh, those funds for the services that you provide. But the program, the programs we just spoke about have mm -hmm. been uh, very near and dear to my heart because I participated in them. And um, especially the mentorship program, uh, I've been able to support it now going on four years and mm -hmm. I've seen quality, quality veterans come through. And you was right, right? It's not just for jobs or anything, but the network piece is the most critical piece because from there you, you, you branch out. And so I've been so fortunate to be part of that. Uh, the Leadership Void is also a, a leadership program, right? So we're, we're talking about that some. And uh, you just mentioned a change in leadership in the Camaraderie Foundation, how, how you guys are developing and, and you're moving up. Um, as a leader uh, in the foundation, um, what steps have you taken to develop, you know, yourself? Well, you know, we talk a lot about mentorship and the mentors that we have through our mentor leadership program. Well, I've been a firm believer in mentorship for many, many years before I even got to the Camaraderie Foundation, everybody from individuals that I work with at Mercer Human Resource Consulting to volunteer jobs that I've had have been my mentors. And I think that's one of the biggest ways, one of the biggest sources of being able to move forward and knowing, and of course, reading. Uh, I love to read. And don't ask me what I've read recently because it's not been anything. <laughs> I, I haven't uh, focused, although I did uh, read um, Make Your Bed. And awesome little read. I like that a lot. And just being able to expand your mind. I've even looked at the, uh, there's a local university here who has some really great courses on executive leadership that I'm looking at speaking at. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. I mean, mentorship, reading, expanding your mind, growth mindset, totally a way to improve your capabilities as a leader. Um, as, as you navigated through the Air Force and where you at today, what advice have you received as an emerging leader? Set your goals. Set your goals. Always. You can't find your path unless you know what your path is going to be. 
So if you don't set a goal, both personally and professionally, you can't get it, you, you can't achieve it. You don't know what you're trying to go for. Um, so everything from a, a weight loss goal, or a, I don't necessarily like weight loss goals, but a, a, a get fit goal. I, I think I had a mantra and I still have it, uh, spiritually fit, financially fit, emotionally fit, and, and just as you can tell, um, and I think that really fits me perfectly to think about, I'm not really trying to just improve myself, I'm also trying to improve the finances and trying to help my daughter understand finances. I'll tell you honestly, I had a goal. Uh, when I first got into the social work, I was in business world for 13 years after I left the Air Force and decided corporate world wasn't quite what I wanted to do. And, so it worked out, the timing was perfect, and I moved over to social work. And when I moved into social work, my written goal was to get my master's degree in social work and to help a thousand people. Simple goal. Well, I've achieved that goal, and now I'm starting to work on what's my next goal? What do I really want? How can I be the most impactful for the veterans that I'm advocating for? What can I do? And, and looking at what those goals are. Those, that's wonderful because I, I'm one and, and so is Vince that we're proponents of goals. We know that if, if you don't shoot for something, you'll never hit anything, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's very important and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, as, uh, as a leader, we know that we face challenges on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, goal setting uh, is one, goal attaining is another one, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, as you was growing up in leadership and as you have evolved as a leader, what challenges have you seen uh, that you have faced? Oh my, um, I think part of the challenge is an assumption of what I can and can't do. And I have always been in positions that I've had to do a little proving so that, not, and, and I love that challenge. I personally love challenges. So going into a position and people are like, yeah, not sure what she can bring, what she can do, and then proving that not only can I do what they wanted, I can do a lot more. And sometimes it takes a little bit of finessing and um, a little bit of politicking, just a tiny bit. I don't like politics. I like to be just upfront and honest and with everybody. But I think for not-for-profit, one of the biggest challenges is always finances. We, we are still relatively a small not-for-profit with a big impact on individuals' lives. And understanding what those goals are that we need to attain, because it's not about us, it's not about our salaries, it's about how can we continue to provide the services that we need to provide for these veterans, because you are correct. One veteran suicide is too many. And I've uh, been here now, like I said, going on six years, and I have personally known several individuals now that have taken their own life. It's not something I want to see happen again. So what can we do to make sure we have the funds to help the individuals to make that a go? Truly hear your passion and, and your driving the desire, Anna. So thank you for doing what you do. I want to say that. Um, 
One other question I just thought it was important to think about the strategies, either you deal with change itself, because all of leaders are dealing with change right now, or any strategies you develop and empowered your team with uh, as you navigated the terrain as a leader. The strategies depend on your team. I think, I mean, that's the biggest thing. You have to know who your team is. You have to understand what challenges and what skills they bring to the plate. So you can't set a strategy or a plan without understanding your people, your, your most valuable resource, which is always your folks. Once you understand what it is that they can bring, then you can set up a strategy that matches their, their strengths and weaknesses and achieve it. And that's very powerful. Powerful indeed. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm listening to you and, and, and all the things that we've been participatory of, you know, the programs, uh, the, the, uh, and we haven't even talked about, you know, the veterans uh, Memorial Day uh, things that you guys do, uh, the things about the boots uh, and the flags on, on, on the lawn and, you know, downtown, right? Uh, we haven't spoken about all those different things that are external but internal, right? Because they, they meet a need. And you talked about, uh, and I love when you talk, talked about the, the goals and the aspirations, uh, but you mentioned a holistic health, right? Holistic, oh, mind, spirit, body, all of that uh, as a goal. Um, and so I greatly appreciate what Camaraderie Foundation does for our community. I have seen with my own eyes um, the people that are be, that are being helped, the testimonies of those that have been helped, uh, and how, not only how appreciative they are, but what they can account of the impact not only to themselves but to their families, and then external from that, right? Because we grow out, and so uh, I'm so appreciative of what you've done. Uh, what uh, Camaraderie Foundation has done and continues to do. Um, uh, if there was someone <laughs> looking for your services, if there was someone trying to reach out uh, about the mentorship uh, program or any of the different programs that you, that you guys house and provide, how would they do that? Well, very simple. They can either call us or go to our website uh, at camaraderiefoundation.org. The key is first reaching out and anything from the counseling to the mentor leadership to the family fun days, don't hold it in. Ask. Just talk to somebody. And I think one of the best advices I've given a family member of a veteran that just recently returned they're expecting this young person to come back to be the same person that left. Well, it doesn't happen. They've had different experiences. They've seen different things. And so my advice always to the families is accept them where they are because this is the person they are now. They're not that person that left. This is the person they are now. So accept them where they are, just like that's, that's kind of our mantra, you know, accept people where they are and help them move forward. I, I really appreciate hearing, hearing you say that. And that's very true, you know, because sometimes we, as we all left to the military, all three of us and, and all those others out there, we come back uh, as a different man or woman. So that's very true, accepting the person who they are. Um, and in addition to it, the Camaraderie Foundation and the Mentor Leadership 
uh, program. I've seen with my eyes and also felt with my heart what it's done. So it's a great program, folks. CamaraderieFoundation.org is one-stop shop for you for either counseling or for the mental leadership program. So I hope you all tune in, join in, blow up their phones, blow up their emails. Uh, they will definitely appreciate that. Um, great advice, Anna. Thank you for being our, our speaker for today and our guest. So we really uh, learned a lot and there's a lot of advice and, and your journey is fabulous. So thank you. Uh, and for everyone else out there, as we continue to navigate uh, on the leadership void, uh, we have a, another special guest on July 22nd, which is Larry Broughton. He is the CEO and founder of Broughton Hotels, also a veteran coming all the way from California. So we're very excited to have him coming on next week. And for those out there who want to reach us, how do they do that, Enrique? Yes, hey, if you want to reach out to us, and you know that uh, every week we say the same thing. Hey, if you have a coffee mug, a t-shirt, you want to sponsor us, you want to be a guest on the show, theleadershipvoid at gmail.com is where you go. Uh, send us your questions concerning leadership. We will address those things if you, if you like. Uh, if you want to be a guest, hey, send us an email as well. Um, but uh, that's the way to communicate with us, and I'm so excited about uh, not only Camaraderie Foundation's future, but our future and all the guests that are coming on uh, in the coming weeks and months and, hey, years, right? So thank you, Anna, once again for being on the show. We're so appreciative of all that you do. Uh, thank you, Vince, for being a great co-host. And uh, for all of you out there, thank you for joining in. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.